Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! chip chip people who call their Wi-Fi Wiffy. Oh, you stole my joke. I got Wiffy right in today's synopsis, but that's okay. We're going to get Wiffy with it. Getting Let's whiffy, get, getting whiffy with it. Before we get whiffy with it, do you have any business? Uh, I got a little bit of business here. First of all, this very whiffy heavy episode is sponsored by Cassandra White, who is one of our basically Bob Belcher tier members on Patreon. She is helping us produce these episodes and put these out. And we are so grateful. I also thought that you were going to say is sponsored by like Spectrum Internet. And I was like, oh, oh I, I, I didn't, didn't know tell that. You, and I just, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I took the check. And uh, what were you? Funko Pops? Is that what you were spending it on? No, I don't need any more of those. We, <laughs> we, we put a stop to those quite a while ago. Maybe just uh, biscuit hair care products. That's the where never, all our money goes to. Never ending. Yeah. So thank you to our sponsor, Cassandra White. Also, we have a new patron to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Kyle Barker. Moving forward, you will be known as the Fryle Charcolonels Burger. It's like a fried. You're with holding char- your head. Charred <laughs> kernel kernels of corn burger. Oh. Anyway, thank you so much, Kyle, for joining us over on Patreon. If you'd like to have your name burger punned here on the show, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. You get so many other things along with whatever tier you subscribe to. We work really hard on all the content over there, and we know you'd enjoy it. And I think we have over 50 bonus episodes. So if you have caught up on the podcast and you need a Bob's Credit fix after having binged it, Come on over. Yeah. I mean, keep binging. We do everything on this main feed for free. And all that extra content and the subscriptions there help us continue to do that, this stuff over here. It's so true. it means a lot. You get 
something for whatever you want to pitch in and we get to keep doing this truly the best way to support the podcast max miller skylar harrison are you ready for skylar sides the fun facts before the fun facts dish it girl can i drink my coffee yeah take okay. a sip sometimes i do my dish it girl and i start drinking coffee <laughs> and you're like everyone can hear you drinking coffee well and- you you have a metal straw and a ceramic cup so it's very like dink dink As you know, I have been telling you that I am very excited about this side. It is such a small, quick detail, but I am pretty obsessed with it. Yeah, for the past, like, two days, you've been telling me that you were so excited for the Skylar side. (laughs) You're probably going to be like, okay. (laughs) And you what? And I've been excited for it, too. Oh, good. I'm ready and drink all my coffee. It's my theory in life that you should always undersell something so people are overly surprised as opposed to overselling something so i'm just screwed right now all next week you're gonna be like i have nothing my skylar sides is so dumb and boring (laughs) you're gonna freaking hate it so we have discussed this on the podcast i've discussed it on our instagram tiktok before so if you are a regular of our podcast you probably know this if you're new the the preface to this might be new information to you too. But Linda changes from a button-up shirt to a v-neck shirt halfway through the fifth season. A lot of people were like, I have rewatched this show 17 million times and never noticed it, but it's a huge change. But Max. Skylar. Did you know that in season 10 Linda's old button-up from seasons one through half of five makes an appearance in the show. No. Right? It's fun. Yeah. So in episode 22 of season 10, prank you for being a friend. I think a friend or my friend. Probably a friend because it's a play on thank you for being a friend. Okay. So. I just wanted to sing the song. Okay. So. Louise is helping her friend be better at pranks. And Tina and Jean dress up as adults to help her kind of break her fear of authority. And Tina is wearing Linda's old button-up. No, that's amazing. It's amazing. And it just brings the world so to life. It's as if... Linda, the character, one day really woke up and was like, this button-up is not me anymore. I'm and a V-neck girl. I'm a V-neck girl. And and like all of us, shoved the old shirts in the closet for no one to wear except for your children when they are playing dress-up. That's amazing. And we will have pictures of that in our Instagram carousel right now if you want to go look at it. Would you like to take a look at it? I would. Oh, I love it. That's it's so a, good. What a detail. It's so good. And it's, you know, it's very long on Tina because she's a kid. So it kind of goes right up above her n- knees. It's it's just fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Fun. Bob's Burgers, you've done it again. Did I oversell it? Undersell it? I think you sold it just about right. Nice. Yeah, I think that Great. was a really good Skylar Sides. But I say next week, undersell. Oh. I just want to say a thank you to Little Space Pup 4322 on YouTube for pointing this out to me. All the credit goes to them. Little Space Pup. Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Are you ready for a little Bob pun or Max pun? Please just let someone else talk on this podcast. Yes, I'm so ready. I got you covered. We are doing store next door this week. Fun. Your first pun is cut me some slacks. Taylor's. <laughs> Max. Yes. Whew, that was really 50-50 for me. Wow. Your next pun is Fern Baby Fern. Discount Fern Store. Max. Bob's. Damn it. Your next pun is Speak of the Devil, Church of Satan. Max. Yes. <laughs> Why did that remind me so much of you? And your final pun is Anya Taylor Joysticks, Gaming Accessories. Oh, no, this is so 50-50 to me. Max. Yes. That was so good. A little too specific for Bob's. You think so? I could, could totally see it in like a recent season. I know. Sometimes I think they play a little bit more with like really, really current pop culture on the burgers of the day a little bit more than the stores. I don't know. The, that was very good either way. I'm going to have to come up with an Anya Taylor Joy burger. Burger of the day. Yeah. Bok choy burger. Anya Taylor bok choy burger. Yeah. It's too easy. That's good. Yeah. Should we get into this episode? Let's do it. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season eight, episode 17, please? The title is Boy Watch. Tina joins the junior lifeguards because she's totally JGM and totally into deep sea water swimming and not at all interested in shirtless boys who also happen to have butts. But when her laissez-faire attitude threatens graduation for the whole JG group, Tina steps it up and actually learns to dolphin dive. We're proud of our girl. So it sucks that they are all canned for stealing the CPR dummy. Meanwhile, the restaurant tries Wi-Fi, or Wi-Fi, as Teddy would say. Sergeant Bosco even shows up to take down a hacker deep inside Bob's Burgers. This episode came out on May 6, 2018. It was written by Rich Rinaldi. Asterisk. He was nominated for the WGA Award in 2019 for this episode. No way. And directed by Mauricio Pardo. Side note, I just developed so much more respect for the performers, for the voice actors having to read my synopsis because saying um, JGM is very difficult. JGM. But like say, say JGM, JGM, JGM. You're JGM. not JGM. Material. You're not JGM. It it wants me, I want to say I want to say like GG. I want to say Jeju. <laughs> Jeju. <laughs> Jeju M. Okay, very. They won. The nominated. Oh, I don't fart. think I don't think he won that year. I love this episode. I think it was a great episode to submit. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I just want to say it's so. Um, this is another thing that's special about Bob's. It's mm-hmm. so nice to have a tween girl be like for lack of a better word horny because we've had so many like it's okay for tween boys and teenage boys to be horny on tv and like and it's funny when boys do it but when girls do it it's not you know creepy or um i think what you're saying if i may yes as a once boy crazy tween it's rare to get to see a female perspective of this puberty. 
I have hormones. I'm starting to... Yeah, that it's normal. That it's normal. And Bob also normalizes it. Like, Tina is always talking about coming into her sexuality, and Bob isn't like, I'm going to get my shotgun. I know we've (laughs) talked about that before on this podcast, but I think you make a really good point. I'm also going to say, I don't think it's horniness. I just like the word horny. I know. It's a good so word. does Bob. So there's that great gene line. Yeah. What is it? Finger, finger, uh, uh, finger, anything with a pulse? No, the horny <laughs> line. It's so good. It was like in our what gene one liner is the best one liner on Patreon. It was like literally top three. Let me lines. look it up. I gotta get it. Gene Belcher horny. <laughs> That's what I'm googling. Why would I be horny? I'm not an antelope. <laughs> See, it's great. Yeah. And that <laughs> reminds me of my favorite screech line from Say by the Bell. Go ahead and perform it for us. <sighs> Why don't we just play the clip? Okay. <laughs> In this classic clip from the 1990s sitcom Say by the Bell, Screech is in Mr. Belding's office because Mr. Belding thinks Screech is running off to get married. And Screech doesn't know that Mr. Belding thinks that he's running off to get married. Screech a cantaloupe! Who are you calling a cantaloupe, you melonhead? <laughs> Man, worth it. Screech a cantaloupe? Who are you calling a cantaloupe, you melonhead? And if you can't hear what we're saying, can't elope. Yeah. Everyone's kind of dropping the E. Great line. Anyway, so why would good. I be horny? I'm not an antelope, cantaloupe. That's where. That's it how works. we got here. Back to Tina. I love seeing a female perspective on this. I really really appreciate it and it feels it feels right you know when you can tell it's like when we're watching like horror movies or something like a low budget horror movie and we turn to each other and we're like is a 50 year old trying to write this teenage girl because the dialogue is so horrible definitely sounds like probably like a teen bro would be saying this stuff. It feels so real to me. I really, really love it. And extra bonus for this being like so many references to Baywatch, which was such like a male gaze show. Exactly. Exactly. And I just want to talk about how that affects someone growing up watching it. You know, that show was made for... you know, straight men to consume and and women. There's a lot of shirtless guys. But, you know, even though I didn't watch the show, the moment we started watching this episode with the red bathing suits, all of a sudden, like, this part of me is like, oh, my God, I need to lose a bunch of weight and get a boob job and run in slow motion on the beach. Like, it, it even though I didn't watch the show, like, that iconic image has been burned in my brain. And so to see Tina and her very, very real body, even though it's a very, very fake cartoon body, I just, I love the play on this. I love the nostalgia of it. And who didn't kind of just want to be a lifeguard running around in that iconic red suit? Yeah. And, or just even a lifeguard at the pool was like the coolest thing yeah, like Chip, my crush from Water Skiing Camp. We talked about him a few weeks ago. Lifeguard. Yeah, but if your parents name you Chip, you're like, there's nothing else you can do but be a lifeguard. The only occupation you can have is camp counselor or lifeguard. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. There's nothing. Or a rescue ranger. Yeah, maybe. But that's about it. <laughs>
how did you feel about this episode? I, again, we keep raving about season eight. Season eight is one of the best seasons because we are getting to the end of it and every episode is phenomenal. It's so good. It's such a good episode. Actually, let's just get it out of the way. All of Tina's hysterical moments. I love when she spots those kids from she's like up on the dock with her siblings. She is just like a Hawkeye. I love the sugar cookie things. I one of my favorite parts is when she she's like, oh, let's make a second line. And she's like, sees all the butts. And she's like, nope, too much. I'm, I'm not ready for it. It's too much. Um, I loved that. Oh, one other thing. At around the, hopefully we can put this in our carousel, around the like 62nd mark of the episode, we meet Michael and he does the Bieber hair flip. Like yeah. boys that have the hair like in their eyes and they don't use their hand to brush their hair out of the face. They they kind of flick their head. <laughs> they keep doing it. It's great. But uh, it's a podcast. <laughs> I was like the moment he flipped his hair, I was like, this episode is going to be tonally spot on. Yeah. And it's very similar to Boo Boo's hair, I noticed. Oh, hell yes. So he's got that boy band look. Yep. How do you feel about Tina's emotional journey in this episode? I love my girl Tina. I will back her till the end of days. But I was a little disappointed in Tina in the first act. I was a little bit like, maybe we should take this a little bit more seriously. You, Your actions are affecting others. She kept getting the whole group in trouble. It was hilarious. So... When she actually decides to try, I'm really proud of her. And I also am really, really proud of her trying something so out of her comfort zone. I think if I had to try and do that dolphin dive, I would be so uncomfortable and so scared. And when you're normally a creative type and not maybe like an athletic type, to really put yourself out there and go for it, I think is is really hard. Yeah, I wouldn't know. And (laughs) she did it. Says the man who fell off the the hoverboard. Oh, no. The (laughs) hoverboard is back. (laughs) Yeah, I love that she says at a certain point, like, Tina Belcher doesn't quit. And she proves that she doesn't quit. And when you think back, especially just um, recently in the Go Tina on a Mountain. Yes. She doesn't quit. She sets these goals and these high achievements. Yes. And she doesn't stop until she does it. You know what? I love that you pointed out because I don't know that I would ever say, you know, if someone asked me, describe Tina, I would never say she's a go-getter and she follows through and she does brave things. Like we would say anxious and awkward and boy crazy, but you're right. This is a very underrated, amazing trait to Tina. Yeah. And we're seeing more and more of it. Yeah, girl. There's one point where she is, uh, she's in like the lifeguard office. Yes. And Gus is there. Gus has been commenting throughout this episode and she calls Gus Mr. Old Man. (laughs) Did that make you laugh? It was just so funny. (laughs) Let me see if I can find the clip. Yes, please. Tina Belcher isn't a quitter. But maybe she should be. Quitting is liberating and could be the way to go. That's right, Mr. Old Man. Quitting's not the way to go. Was so earnest, <laughs> Mr. Old Man. By the way, who points out that 
quitting's not the way to go <laughs> accidentally, which Tina is not a quitter. There I you go. I love that. He was the catalyst in all of this, Mr. Old Man. Is the only way I'll refer to Gus from now on. Love you, Gus. One tiny detail that I have to point out that I find brilliant about this episode. I always love when the visual storytelling is just as good as the writing and the the acting, the voice acting. Tina's wet hair with her glasses and the goggle strap that she's put on her glasses is so adorable. It will be in the carousel. It lit up my heart. Yeah, I love it. It's it's hilarious. Another just like fun detail that is not necessary, but just adds to the episode. Hysterical. And, and, yeah, and the humor it's of it. It's so Tina. She's yeah. so awkward. Like, yep. how can Tina be more awkward with the uh, JGMs? Wow, you did a good job. Whew, that was tough. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about this um, this crew of lifeguards with Tina before we move into a little bit of the B story. Voices. I do voices. Parker, who is kind of, I'd say he's the more assholey one, not the like cute boy bandy one. That's Michael. Yeah. Uh, curly hair. Got it. He is voiced oh, he is by an any guesses? No. Famous 80s TV actor. Oh, from Baywatch? No. Um, no. <laughs> no. From a little show called The Wonder Years. <gasps> voiced by Fred Savage. I love Fred Savage. Mainly because I was obsessed with The Wonder Years. Fantastic show. And he was in Freaks and Geeks, right? No. I don't know if he was in Freaks and Geeks. I know he's done a lot of directing. He directed a lot of It's Always Sunny's. Yeah, um, he has directed a lot of my favorite shows. He's popped up in different things. I know he's also had some... No, he's not in Fred's. ...allegations in the what? industry against him. Yeah, it's... We, we won't get into that, okay. but... Um, yeah, Fred Savage doing the voice there of Parker, who possibly is named after Pamela Anderson's character on Baywatch, was C.J. Parker. A hundred percent. These Bob's folks don't do anything on accident. Yeah. Willow who has a brother, Jason, Yep, is voiced by Natalie Palamides, who we mentioned a few weeks ago. She was the voice of Kayla in The Hurt Soccer. She is a very funny comedic actor who has a phenomenal one-man show called Nate on uh. Netflix. Go watch it. She pops up in those flow progressive commercials all the time. She's in like that group now. Yep. And her brother, Willow, is voiced by John Roberts himself. No. Yep. Oh, I love that. While David Herman, a.k.a. Mr. Frond, voices Michael. Love it. Now, the lifeguard leader, Zach. Yes. Or the trainer or whatever, coach, whatever he is, counselor. Lead lifeguard. Is voiced by Rob Hubel, who has a very recognizable voice, especially on Bob's, because we first heard him as the Prince of Persuasia slash Deuce of Diamonds. Way back in season two, Dr. Yap. It really sticks in your head. He last voiced Newton Fremont on this show, who was the Coasters Magazine oh, guy in right. Where's My Bob. Okay. And I just want to point out that if you're on threads, Rob Hubel is hilarious on there. Really? And he's worth following, yes. Okay, I love it. I didn't mean to sound surprised. I just, um, I follow him on 
Instagram, he does a lot of funny videos. So I was like, oh, how does that translate to threads? Threads is more, you know, like it's more like one-liners. Twitter or yeah. X or whatever that's called this week. So it's just, he, he's got some good stuff on there. I really enjoyed following him. Love it. Yeah, those are the voices. Those are the the characters. I'm actually very glad that this wasn't a group of like Jocelyn and Tammy. Like it was really fun to have Tina in a, in a new dynamic, in a 100% new world I really enjoyed that. I think it was the right decision. I agree. I think it's it's nice to pull her out of her usual crew for a little while. Yeah. So there can be different dynamics. And and she's a little bolder mm-hmm. with these new people because mm-hmm. she's not like the quirky turkey. Yeah. I'd, you know? I'd, I do think she's – Tina's very awkward but, but actually very confident despite her – is she even awkward? We just say that about her, but she's kind of a rad teen to me. Yeah, she's she's as uncomfortable as a teenager can be in their body and their their as brain we all are. and their mind. Yes. Yeah. She is a lot more confident than most, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Do you want to talk about the B story a little bit, Wiffy? I do. I call you my Wiffy. <laughs> my wife. Wifey. My wife. She did it. She did it. <laughs> that was such a genuine laugh. You like looked down. I just haven't said the bore at my wife in such a long time. <laughs> he couldn't stop right after our wedding. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, there was about two months of potential uh, divorce because of how many times I said it. It's not that he was trying to do it to be funny. It's just, 
you realize you've never said my wife before and you can't say my wife without no. thinking my wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's Sasha Baron Cohen broke my brain. Exactly. Can we start this B story chat with what the Belcher kids have named their parents Wi Fi and the password? Let's go to the clip. Pull up the clip. Pull up the clip. Can we get the Wi Fi password? The the Wi Fi password? Yeah, for the network kids traps and help. Should we go across the street? I'm pretty sure they have Wi Fi. The password is Dad's fault. All lowercase, one word. Len. Great. Thank you. <laughs> so good. Even when these kids are not in a scene, they are stealing the scene. Hilarious. Dad's bald, all lowercase, one word. Also, what is it, kids? It, they literally just played it and I forgot what it said. Yeah. Kids trap sent help a, or something. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. I've got, I've got my wife just repeating in my brain right now. There's, <laughs> not, I can't, there's no more space. You're like, cantaloupe, cantaloupe, <laughs> my wife. cantaloupe, screech cantaloupe, my wife. <laughs> And then the third one is, I got to figure out how to monetize this. That was such a bad impression. <laughs> got to figure out how to monetize this. Great. to play that clip now, too? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah, I do this. I own this. You own what? TheDrivingCrooner.com, baby. Don't you love it? I got to figure out how to make money on this thing. It's simply too good. The dream is to have five cars going around state hey, Watch out for this guy here. Fuck, he's trying to steal my decal! What the hell are you doing? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> figure out how to make money off of this. <laughs> All right, if you have no idea what we're talking about. It's the driving crooner sketch from I Think You Should Leave. That's in my it. brain, too. Yeah. Worth it. Okay, let's get back to the Wiffy. So, my Wiffy. <laughs> I want to say that this is something I particularly love about Bob's is when the writers plant something that we haven't seen a scene to in the series, but we can create the scene ourselves just by the exposition the writers have written in a script. So with this, we can assume that Louise decided to steal the family computer and change the Wi-Fi password. And, and the network name. And the network name. Yeah, and it I, has to be Louise. I think it was a sibling affair, mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah, but led by Louise. We know that. Led by Louise. So that's something I really appreciate about the show, too. Gene would be like, uh, Louise should be like, what should we call the password? would be like, Mom Sexy Calves. <laughs> As someone who has excessively used Wi-Fi in food mm -hmm. locations, mm -hmm. I appreciate it. It kind of, like Linda, if you need a refresher, Linda is very upset that no one is listening to her jokes because they're very plugged in. My heart was like rotting watching everyone not being present at Bob's because Bob's is such a like, I relate Bob's in my head as a non-cell phone place where cell phones don't exist kind of thing. Very much like Luke Steiner that you know, nobody has their computers out or whatever. Yeah, so that was that was odd to see. Yeah, and it is it is sad because, like you said, Bob's Burgers, as we know, there is a show every time you are in that restaurant. Something is going on, as far as we know, because we're watching this show. Yeah. Every time they're in the restaurant, hijinks. Yes. So if you're a patron there, you better and be you're watching. going there plugged in with your with your headphones on. You can't hear a thing around you, and you're tap -a tap -a tap -a tapping. You're going to miss out on the show. <sighs> Idiots. 
Idiots. It's a big, giant metaphor for life, everyone. Yes. Uh, and that's don't what miss we're out here on to the Bob's you. Burgers of the world. Yes, definitely unplug. Not right now. Keep those headphones in and listen to this podcast. Once the podcast is over, unplug. Yes. And then we'll meet you back here next Sunday mm-hmm. once again. I love that Sergeant Bosco comes in and we recently watched the movie again, a watch party in our Discord. So I was refreshed about this. But this scene is almost a plant to one of the scenes in the movies. Bosco is not good at going undercover. Yeah, he, he's not a great cop overall. <laughs> He does need a lot of help from this family. Yes. Like, he's still wearing his badge. He's still wearing his shirt that says police. Love the shorts just as much as Linda does. But I thought that was really fun that he does the exact same thing in the movie. Yeah. And, you know, Gary Cole as Sergeant Bosco. I feel like we haven't mentioned him for a while. But Gary Cole is always fantastic in whatever he's in. And he's great as Sergeant Bosco. So good. The only other thing I have to say about this delightful episode is that I loved the family eating mashed potatoes for dinner. (laughs) That's a great way to end the conversation about this episode. They're having dinner and like Bob has made like Salisbury steak or like um, meatloaf and they're having peas and mashed potatoes. Is that not the most wholesome dinner you've ever seen? And they're a nuclear family. The mashed potatoes look so fluffy. And I would like you to know, that two people have DM'd me about my love for mashed potatoes simply from this podcast. So I just got to put it out there. Like, keep them coming. If you love mashed potatoes... DM Skylar. DM me. You should start a whole mashed potatoes podcast. Well, I know the theme song. Let's hear it. Can you mash potato? <laughs> you can do the twist. Oh, we should get in these end credits, shouldn't we? Yeah. Okay, so the last moment before the end credits is Tina is finally getting to live her sugar cookie dream. Yeehaw. And when the lifeguard kids have to save the day and cover in all the sandcastles, they put their swimsuits on top of their street clothes. And it is hilarious. So good. That's actually a fun fact that I forgot to mention In that scene where Tina calls Gus Mr. Old Man, Mm -hmm. in the background, Zach is on the phone throughout that whole scene, and he is double booking these two events. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, obviously ends up being a big plot point, but you just kind of hear it in the background if you're listening carefully. I I think it's pretty obvious. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's under their conversation. Oh, got it. Her and Mr. Old Man. Oh, fun. Okay, cool. Tell you what, if you jump, you all get to warm up in the sand together. You mean... Sugar cookies? That's what I'm talking about. Sugar Ah! cookies! I'm never using a towel again. Blow that whistle. Make it thunder. So cute. She's just rolling around in the sand like a dog on its back. Between two boys. She's so happy. And then she has that cute picture of her in the middle. Her, Her... that's in our Instagram carousel because the way she's standing in that picture is it's so, so cute. cute. She's like been accepted in this group and leads it in some sense now. And she, the boys are taller than her and she has her arm like around them and she can like barely stand on her tippy toes. It's so adorable. One thing I don't think anyone would forgive us if we did not mention that when the kids are running to save the day toward the sandcastles, they are all doing the beach. Uh, the Baywatch run. 
whatever the music is, and Tina has her arms pinned to her side. Classic Tina. So good. I know we're just about to jump on these end credits, but I forgot to mention there's one scene in this episode that I have to call out because it's a running joke that's gotten very serious over on Patreon with us between me and our patron, Harry. Oh, yeah. It started with Skylar and I being annoyed with Linda's noises and... I get a sidekick out of you. Yeah. (laughs) And it's become that Linda's noises are annoying. Mm -hmm. And so Harry comes back because I love Bob so much and says Bob's noises are annoying. Mm -hmm. So we've got this thing building, but there's a scene in this episode that's very... That goes goes on the Team Max. Oh, a, a how convenient. Mar- a little mark on Team... It's my podcast, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't know it was his podcast, Harry. Oh, sorry. Whoops. <laughs> Biscuit's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, the mashed potatoes. Oh, it's your mashed potato scene, too. <laughs> At least you get to keep that sweet, sweet whistle. Oh, no, I gotta bring it back tomorrow. Well, play us something before you bring it back, will you? Maybe not. Maybe not. It's a little shrill. You let mom talk. What? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. What? Look, I didn't say it. The family did. Okay. Tell me what happens right after we get that picture of Tina with the, all the other lifeguards. So we get the classic end credits kitchen scene, but Tina is in the kitchen doing this very cool dance. And there is a song, and there is sand all over the kitchen. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what this song is parodying specifically. It's mm-hmm. very, like, um, 70s California rock, kind of. Like surf rock? Or no, is more, that even a thing? More like uh, the Mamas and the Papas, I would say. I don't know. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Let's run with it. The whistle, make it thunder, save the guy. He's going under, under, jump in the water, hair's getting tangled, time to check in on my love triangle. (laughs) Tina's dance moves in this sequence are phenomenal, especially with her bathing suit over her clothes. So good. It's just so fun to watch her in this sequence. I'm not going to take the time to try and figure out how to describe this dance move. It's it's very like flapper. The knees are out. See, I said I'm not going to try. <laughs> but she you're going to shut me up. You're going to try. She is going to do one of her favorite dance moves in a moment that yes. we mentioned before. Her little like hands. Her next dance move is her classic dance move, and I have to tell you that without paying attention to the end credits, I don't think that we could attribute this to Tina. This is something that we really learn about her through paying extra attention to the end credits. Yeah, I don't know if she actually does this dance move in the show itself at any point. It's Maybe. So we'll have to keep an eye out for it. But Good. This will be in the carousel again because this, when I'm saying up, I'm saying hand. So up, up, down, down, up, up, down, down. She's done it maybe four times she loves this dance move i think it's pretty rad it's a great dance move and the rest of the family just going about their business as usual in the kitchen while tina's dancing and singing this song i don't love the sand in the kitchen i do not love it yeah it doesn't work for me i feel like it's gonna get in the food nothing worse than sand in your food oh i also feel like it's gonna get into tina's shoes and socks and that's not a fun feeling either yeah. Sands are sugar and we're the cookies. Sands are sugar and we're the cookies. 
Oh, Bob. Did you Bob see that? Bob got it in his shoe, like you just said, and he has to shake it off. Which is only going to make it get more yes, sandy. Teddy's going to be eating a sand burger. A sandwich. Yep. Yes. And what happens here? We get someone joining the party. So I believe it's Can't Breathe Steve, the CPR doll. Can't Breathe Stevie. Can't Breathe Stevie. He's looking a little bloated from being thrown <laughs> into the water. Is that just me? He had a rough episode. He had a rough episode. So these drowning dolls, these like CPR dolls. They're expensive, right? Uh, yeah, they are. But so I, I swim laps on a regular basis at like a pool mm-hmm. by us. And they have these dolls out sometimes. And if you catch them in the corner of the, your eye, they'll scare the shit out of you. Holy and shit. And by, by, by you, I mean, that happens to me. I don't know if that happens to anyone else. But I definitely am like, sure. always have to do a double take when they're oh just like God. off to the side. You're like, what's going on? Are these people sitting there? That's horrifying. I am paying a little closer attention to the lyrics now. And I didn't catch any of them when we watched yesterday. So I cannot wait for you to read them. Yeah, we'll go over those very shortly. Okay, tell me why you said, oh, Jean. Jean has decided to put a one-piece swimsuit over his clothes, because why not? Why not? He could be wearing his burger costume, but this is not the theme right now. No. So he's, yeah, he's wearing that. This might be some of Tina's best dancing, this entire sequence. It's reminding me, let me know if y'all know, but I'm getting like a Molly Ringwald dance. Like, did this happen in the Breakfast Club? Oh, yeah, it might be Breakfast Clubby. I th- it's a little breakfast clubby. clubby. So clubby. let me know if you think we're on to something there. It is really good. And and they're growing on me as we're talking about it. I didn't notice Bob dump out his shoe. Uh, I don't think I even noticed Jean. Was I even paying attention yesterday? I Did don't- you watch the episode? <laughs> I saw the butts. I was distracted. And then, you know, can't. Breathy Stevie, yeah, is is also dancing, doing with, the best he can, yeah. but looking very much like me when I dance, which is no expression on his face. <laughs> Yikes! Lyrics from the song, and then yes. we'll score them. Blow that whistle, make it thunder. Save that guy, he's going under. Jump in the water, hair's getting tangled. Time to check in on my love triangle. Sands the sugar, were the cookies, sugar cookies. Sands the sugar, were the cookies. Sugar cookies. The sands, the sugar, where the cookies. And then at the end, I believe it's Michael. We hear him say his line from the episode. Yeah, about, the sands, the sugar, and where the cookies. Yep. Are you craving sugar cookies? I absolutely am. Or like snickerdoodles. Does that count as yes, a sugar cookie? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Should we score them? Yes. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh. I'm personally going 9.25. 9.25. I'm going to just go slightly under at a 9. Fair. The music 100% gets it bumped up. It's such a good song. Like, I just love the feel of it. The the actual music and the lyrics. Yes. Both phenomenal. Tina in that bathing suit over her clothes and every dance move she does is phenomenal. Yes. A Can't Breathe Stevie is a nice little bonus. Not even necessary, if you ask me. Yeah. And then Gene popping in and wearing the bathing suit over his clothes, too. And just a little a little cherry on top is Bob 
acknowledging the sand that is in his kitchen and having to get it out of his shoe. Nothing worse than sand in your shoe. That is so, that's so Bob. Like he, not only is he having to deal with running the restaurant, he is having to deal with sand and his shoes. Yeah. I think they're just a lot of fun. And again, like you said, you miss so much if you're not really watching the end credits and we really watch the end credits and you still miss them. I know. It's so so good. I feel good about my score. I do too. Yeah. Those are the end credits to Boy Watch. Thank you everyone for listening. Follow us on social media at Bob's Credits. Follow me on social media at Oh Hello It's Max. Follow me on social media at No Crying and Cooking. I just bought a pumpkin plant, so we'll see if it stays alive. Please go follow Skylar because this is going to be quite the journey. I'm guys, we're going to have little baby pumpkins by Halloween. We might have little baby <laughs> pumpkins by Halloween. My sweet husband is always. <laughs> Like, making sure my expectations won't crush me to death in a few months. And I appreciate that about you. We've got the teeniest, teeniest, tiniest baby Serrano pepper. And oh, that's, it's so cute. <laughs> that's all I care about. It's so cute. <laughs> I am going to put it on a little Triscuit cracker <laughs> so it looks large and take it's a bite. It's still growing, Max. Oh, okay. Give it a freaking second. <laughs> okay. And um, what else? Leave us a review, please. They mean the world to us. They help us out, especially on Apple. They help us in the algorithm, if Apple has an algorithm. But if you're reviewing us and you're giving us positive reviews, you're like, people want to hear this. It helps us out. It so really please, does. please do it, especially if you've listened to so many of these and you're like, every time he says that, you're like, oh, I'll do that at some point. Not at some point. Today's the day. Yeah, this is this is when you do it. Take a lesson from Tina. Mm-hmm. Seize the day. Carpe Follow diem. Through. Carpe diem. Blow that whistle. <laughs> get your sugar cookies. <laughs> Skylar, is there anything you want to say before we get out of here, please? Um, no. Oh, I have my line. Sorry, I was thinking about the breakfast burrito I had this morning. <laughs> How good it was. <laughs> um, the quicker you do it, the better. Stay sweet. There you go. Stay sweet. It's my sugar little sugar cookie. cookies. Okay, let's go roll around on the sand with biscuit. Yum. Yum. Well, I was thinking that maybe we'd order sugar You're still cookies. thinking about your breakfast burrito? <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.